Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. I have a special place in my heart for human beings and coaches who walk their talk. And today's guest is one of those coaches, one of those human beings who truly embodies her teachings. So when I met Jillian Murphy, I knew that she was my people. Today's conversation is sure to hold so many juicy nuggets of wisdom and tips for you inside of your business, but also in life. Jillian Murphy is an industry sales leader, as well as a business network and marketing mentor with nearly 20 years of experience in sales and growing multiple businesses of her own. She made it her mission to help real entrepreneurs who want to grow and master sales within an amazing community of like-minded entrepreneurs supporting them. She has been able to grow her online business from zero to a quarter of a million dollars in 15 months. Not only does she teach real entrepreneurs the art of sales, but she also helps them to refine and master their skills, that the skills that are needed through her signature framework to grow their businesses to six figures and beyond as well. Hello, hello, super expanders. Ah, so excited. You guys are just in for a treat today. I would love to introduce you to Jillian Murphy. What's up? I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, Corey is one of my absolute favorite humans, and it's such an honor to be here today. Goodness, I'm I'm so excited. So just a little bit of context. Jillian and I have known each other for ah, it's almost I think like two years now. Yeah, it's coming up. Time really does fly. We met in a mastermind and have cultivated a a, a friendship, a relationship, both business wise, and then just of course because she's an amazing human, and I love to love to surround myself with with amazing humans. So. And you guys know, we, we don't waste any, any time. We just go straight, straight for it. So Jillian, I'd love for you to, to share with everyone who you are as a, as like a, a person who is Jillian. And you guys are going to find out why I think she's so amazing as she, she opens up and shares like who she is at her essence. Yeah. So who is Jillian Murphy? She is a mother. She is a few time cancer survivor. Um, she is a workhorse. Um, she is a friend. She is a confidant, and um, she's here to make a difference in the world of uh, world of many. See, there you have it. Mm-hmm. She is. She's an absolute 
powerhouse. Thank you. In all of that, in your mission to make a big impact in, in the world, let's talk a little bit about your talents, your gifts, how, how you're bringing that impact to, to the world. Yeah. So I think that, you know, I have been given some God-given talents, spirit talents, whatever it is that you believe in. And, you know, I really want to bring them to the world. Um, I think that some of my talents are my personality, my extrovertedness, um, my realness, my authenticity, um, my ability to sell, which I think is a, a great ability to have, and really just being a connector. I love connecting. I love getting to know people. And I think those are my gifts. Um, I'm very honest to the core. Um, and I love people. I genuinely love people to with everything that I have. And I think that that is probably one of my favorite gifts that I have been given is that I just, I see people, I love people, all walks of life. And I love people. This is why she is like the go-to person to cultivate your sales skills, your sales process, all things sales with, because it really does boil down to authenticity and relationships, which pretty much sums up everything you just said as being like your talents, your gifts, your, your zone of genius. So because that is the, you know, the, what it is that you bring to the world, which is really opening up the, the space for people to bring their impacts to the world. Cause I think the first thing that people think sales is just all of a sudden it's like sales money. Um, but it's so much more intricate and so much more in depth than that. How did you, how did you get your start in, in that? And what was the journey of essentially mastering that craft? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I actually was just telling somebody this story today, which is so interesting. So I took an intern, an internship um, over the summer because my parents told me I needed to, you know, do something over the summer. So I took an internship in sales and I ended up having to work with all these salespeople. And these guys were like in their fifties and sixties. And we would go in to these buildings to sell. And I would watch these men and they would go in and they would be selling. They would have their clipboards and they would just have their priceless and they'd be selling, 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 selling. And we would get in the car and I was 19, 20 years old. And I would say, that guy had a picture of his son on his desk. How come he didn't ask any questions about it? And they'd be like, because we're selling, we're busy, we gotta go. And then I would go to the next one and I would say, he had a picture of his, him and his wife on his desk, you know, at their day of their marriage. Like he didn't ask any questions about that. And he'd be like, we were selling, we gotta go, we gotta go. And I would see that there was, they were not taking any time to really get to know their customers. So as I was in this internship, and I would start to go back to these customers over and over and over, I would start to have conversations with these people. I would be like, hey, tell me how long your son's been playing baseball for. Um, how long has your daughter been playing soccer for? How long have you guys been married? Like, I cannot wait till the day I get to get married. And through that, these relationships really started to build. And because I was breaking down this like communication and this friendship, he was actually selling more because we were building these relationships. And then that's really where it started to happen. And I saw that I was going to be really successful in sales, but it's not because I was ever going to sell in the way that traditionally sales felt like. I was going to be a super connector. I was going to build relationships. And then from there, people were just going to naturally want to do business with me because we were, we were in a relationship and I was going to help them and serve them through all of it. There was a client that I called on for 81 weeks before he ever bought from me. And my peers were like, you're nuts. Why are you still calling on them? And I was like, 
I'm, I'm getting to know him. Like we're, we're friends. And he ended up being one of my biggest sales I've ever had to this day. And it's because I was cultivating a friendship and cultivating a relationship. Like you just made sales super fun. Sales is so <laughs> fun. Sales, you guys, if you take any notes out of this, sales is truly the greatest job in the world. Yeah. That, I mean, that's basically what I just heard. I was like, oh, yeah. which it, it almost, it comes back to that whole idea of when you're serving, the money comes when they tell you when, like when we're looking at business and it's always like, stop, stop making it about you and just start serving, which essentially is, is the same, same thing. Salespeople or business owners go in with the intention of like this end goal in mind, rather than like taking a deep breath mm-hmm. and saying, oh, this is a person that I'm talking to. And if I focus on the person, the rest will come and understanding that maybe the sale doesn't come from, from that person, but maybe it comes from somebody that they know. And because you've built that relationship, they refer you or the sale comes later. Mm -hmm. And like you said, your biggest, your biggest sale came out of exercising a lot of patience, but also truly being genuine and caring about the person because no one's calling on someone for 81 weeks (laughs) thinking, um, I'm really just going to see this one through to get the sale. No, I mean, it's so funny. He ended up, he ended up like coming to my wedding. Like that, that customer ended up coming to my wedding. And one of the questions that I get asked all the time, probably like every single day is how do you sell so much in the DMs? Like, like, like how do you sell so much in the DMs? And my answer is always so simple. I never sell, I'm never trying to sell anybody ever. And I think that is like something that people need to remember too. If you are always going in trying to sell, you're not going to sell. So take, take the agenda off of it. Like I'm just going in connecting. I'm going into that store or that customer or that client or that realtor, whatever it is, just looking to connect. I'm never looking to sell. That's why I sell so much. Okay. So that has, makes me have, have some questions. One, how do you release the attachment to the sale when you need the sale? Mm-hmm. So that's a really, that's a good question because some, some people are like, uh, but I really have to sell because I have to like make my mortgage. So um, I have a mindset around sales that when people are meant to work with me, they are going to come into my world. I really do believe that. I believe that the people that are meant to work with me will. There are some people that I meet on the first call, the first day they start following me and they buy something from me. And the people that I meet down the road that they, they work with me. It is a mindset and it's a mindset that takes time. Again, I've been doing this for 22 years. It's, it's definitely gotten better over, the, over time. There's a mindset around being detached from the outcome. And for every no that someone does tell me, because I still get lots of no's, I know that it opens up the space for the right person to come in. I also have a mindset when it comes to sales that they get to buy from me and they get to work for me and they get to work with me. So it's never like I'm trying to sell someone something. It's like they get to work with me. And when you have that confidence around what you're selling and what it is that you're doing, you always show up better every single time. Like I like I launched something today as a, like a great example. And I'm not thinking to myself, I wonder if anybody's going to join. I wonder if anybody's going to sign up. I'm like the people that are meant to be there will. And guess what? They get to be part of this container. That's how I uh, feel when I, when I sell things. I, I love that. I love that so much. 
So how were you able to cultivate that trust in, in the process and sort of how do you, how do you coach your clients to cultivate that trust in themselves and in the process? Mm-hmm. So I will say, I am not a mindset coach. So if you guys need mindset work, work with Corey. I'm not a mindset coach. <laughs> like, and I tell people, like, if you got a lot of mindset work, come to me after, get, 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 work on all that stuff first and then come to me. But there is some mindset stuff around sales. And there is definitely some trusting of that that does need to does need to happen ahead of that. Some of it is just being sold on what it is that you're selling. So when it comes to the mindset around sales, where I work really good in is being sold on your products, being sold on your services, being sold that you're the expert in the space, being sold that you are the person for the job and having that confidence. So that's where I really work on that mindset. When it comes to the mindset around like money, and like scarcity and showing up, that is probably when you need to work with a mindset coach, hire Corey, someone like that. <laughs> That's not my zone of genius. Love that. Shameless plug. I yeah, shameless pay. plug for I, Corey. Yeah, I, I didn't pay her, guys. I didn't pay her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe I should afterwards. <laughs> I'll send you an invoice. Yes, yes. So basically what I'm hearing is, is if you if you're basically unabashedly confident and not only that, but also super excited about your product, knowing that the product or the service or whatever it happens to be that you're building or selling is hands down the best Mm -hmm. that that's where you step in and you give someone the strategies, the tools, sort of the, the process to follow. That's sort of a tried and true mm-hmm. process for lack yeah, of a better word. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I, when I work with my clients, the number one question I ask them is why should I buy from you? Like, tell me why I should hire you. So if you are $5,000, $50,000, $100,000, or you're selling me a $5 thing of lip gloss, why should I buy that? Because you have to be your for, first sale before anybody else is going to buy. And if you can't show up confidently talking about that, then that's where we have some work to do because sales is not just an exchange of money. Sales is an exchange of confidence as well. So your customers, clients, ideal clients, followers need to know that like you got them. So when you're confident that you have them, you're confident about your services. If they're teetering on it in your, in your teetering on your confidence, that's when it's like, oh, I don't know. You know, if people are not confident in sales, but they see me showing up all the time and I'm like, I'm going to change your life. I, I know sales. I'm confident. I can help make you money. They're like, okay, I, I trust this girl. And that's where it really, really, really happens. Also going back to like the mindset around sales. If you are in scarcity around sales and scarcity around money, one thing that I will tell you is that everything around sales is like a pipe. So the more activity that you do, the more results that you will have. So I want you to think like, if you continuously put stuff in the pipe, you're going to have more results at the bottom. So part of the reason why I am never really in scarcity is because I'm putting things in the pipe all the time, content, stories, I'm putting things out there all the time. So I'm never worried about where that next sale is going to come from. Where we start to worry is when we put one thing out there and it doesn't sell and then we stop. So if you continuously fill your funnel, and when I say funnel, it's nothing fancy. You're 
Instagram stories, your Instagram, you continuously feed that all the time, you're going to get results, hands down. So this, this brings me to another question as I'm sitting here thinking about filling the pipe. How do you not get hung up on just filling the pipe How do you, and juggle filling the pipe and then coming to check out, check out the bottom and make sure stuff is coming out the bottom? Oh my gosh. I used to do this in corporate, you guys. I would literally like take a PVC pipe and I would, I would, I would, I would do this like in front of my, in, when I was a corporate trainer and I would say, okay, this is what you guys are doing. You put one penny in and then you quickly run to the bottom and you're like, what happened? And then you put one penny in and you run to the bottom and see what happened. Quit looking at the bottom. Just keep putting stuff in. And guess what? It's going to happen at the bottom. It'll happen. It absolutely will. Just keep filling it. It'll happen. Yes. That's what I was like. Oh, I feel like that, that, that must be a problem, right? For some yeah. people they're they're like at the top at the bottom and then, then they get stuck at the bottom waiting, looking up the pipe. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a client right now that's launching and she talked about it one time on her Instagram stories and she hasn't talked about it again. It's been like four days. And I literally sent her a message like three days ago and I was like, how's your launch going? And she's like, nobody's bought. And I'm like, of course, because you put one deposit into the PVC pipe and now you're waiting to see what happens. You got to keep filling it. You got to keep putting it in. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. It's like, if you're, when you're launching or selling something, if you're not tired of talking about it, then you're not talking about it enough. Hundred <laughs> Like if I hear myself talk about that yeah. thing one more time. <laughs> Absolutely. So as you're talking, I'm just like feeling your, your energy and your excitement, which makes me wonder, I'm not sure. Do you, are you into human design? Do you know, are you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you tell me, I, I have a guess of, of what, what you are, if you know. So, you know, it's so funny. I don't know anything about human design, but there was a girl who slid into my DMs the other day and was like, I want you to take this quiz because I think that you are a manifestation generator or generator, uh, whatever. I don't manifesting know. Manifesting generator. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She was like, I think you're a generator. And I was like, I don't know, but I'm manif- man- yeah, that. And I, that, I think okay. that's what I was. Yep. Nailed it. Okay. And, and that's, I would say probably of all of the, the human design um, categories, or I don't know what they're really called, but categories. I think that that's probably one of the most gifted salesperson would be that because generators and manifesting generators, basically people are ready to, to get on board with you, whatever you're excited about, which essentially you're, that's, you said, that's part of one of the secrets of sales. If you're excited and confident about it, you can rally people to feel excited and confident. And when they feel that way, they trust you. And yeah. then they buy from, buy from you. You guys, people, people will pay to be in your energy. People will pay to be evoke in them. So I have had people buy from me because they say that I evoke an emotion and an energy in them that they want to be part of. They don't necessarily even need like my strategies or my framework, but they're like something about your energy evokes something in me. So like, make sure whatever you're doing, maybe you're evoking a sense of calm. Like when I'm around Corey, I'm like, I'm, I have like a sense of like calmness. Like, what are you evoking in people? Because that's what people pay for is that feeling that you bring to them on those calls or those programs or those masterminds or those one-on-ones or whatever it is. Make sure you're evoking that in people. Uh, I love that so much. Which kind of makes me want to circle back to, you shared some stuff at the beginning of, in like who, who you are. You have been through some, some really big things in life, which I feel like are a piece of the, the fuel that makes you such a talented connector. It makes you such a talented salesperson and such a, so gifted at being able to explain the process to others. So you mentioned being a, a multi 
time cancer survivor, which that's a big, big deal. So we glossed right over that and jumped into the sales lesson. So you guys can thank me for that later because she just delivered some massive gems to you. But now I really want to talk about like the resilience and the the grit that you have that, and to be able to show up in such a powerful way after going through such tough stuff. I have a question for you. Have you joined the super expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I had childhood leukemia. Um, obviously when I was a child, I had it when I was five and when I was eight. So, you know, that really set me up for my, my younger years. And that was really how I spent the majority of my younger life, my elementary school years. And, you know, even going back to like that community thing we talked about, there was a place in our hospital where all the kids would meet, you know, a lot of kids didn't feel good. They were going through chemo. And we would have that seven o'clock every night, we would have this like game room and we would play games, we would color and whatnot. And I would literally walk up and down the hallway with my IV pole back in the day. And I'd be like, come on, it's game night. It's seven o'clock. And I would literally like pull my friends like out of their hospital beds and like bring them down to that room. So even like back then, I remember being like, so I, I loved community and I loved being around like other people. I never wanted a private room. My parents always wanted me in private rooms. And I was like, I want to share a room with like a friend. Like I want a hospital room with like another buddy. Um, so yeah, I just, I always wanted to be around people. Uh, that gives me chills. Just thinking about that. Like as a little girl rallying the community, my little and... bald head, my pajamas. Oh <laughs> yeah. So this, which makes me come in with, with the context then. So you were, you're, you were young and that has a formidable piece that kind of digs into your, to your subconscious mind. That's like the, during the time your subconscious mind is formed. So how have you been able to, how have you been able to navigate some of the things that had to have been just kind of imprinted into the subconscious mind? Probably not well. Honestly, there's probably a lot of subconscious work that has to be done because I would say now, you know, that happened when I was five and seven um, and now I'm 43. My whole life has been fearful of being sick. My whole life. I mean, I have, I have my, my whole life. It doesn't matter if I have a cold, a broken foot, anything. It's always the worst of the worst. Um, so I think that is definitely like been put into my subconscious for sure, where, you know, my other friends and family members and my parents, even for an example, you know, if they get something that's not very common, they just, they just take an Advil or a Tylenol or take a nap or something like that. And I always go to the extreme. So that's definitely set me up in a very different position. And, you know, it's, it's caused a lot of like hard times. It's caused a lot of like probably 
uh, you know, financial strains I didn't need because I was paying for doctors that I didn't need at some point. And yeah, it, it's definitely set me up for, for a, a harder, a harder, a harder road for sure. But, but I, when I'm listening to you, I think that what I'm also hearing though, is it's actually a piece that's given you an edge though, because I'd imagine that you at a very young age had this really deep understanding of the preciousness of life. So I, I mean, I, and I, maybe I'm put, putting words <laughs> out there, like leading you in this direction, but I'm just like thinking with the way that you show up with the excitement and the zest that you do for life, I feel like it is truly like you, you grasped something that it, most people don't start to wrap their head around until later in life, really thinking like, oh, I really need to live today mm-hmm. as if it, you know, like full on a hundred percent in because we're, we don't have any guarantees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we don't. And it's interesting because I saw, I saw more people die probably before I was the age of 10 than probably most people see in their whole lifetime. Because back then when I had leukemia, it was not how it is now, you know, if you get it, it's still a very serious disease if you get it now. But, you know, back in the eighties, I mean, I would wake up in the morning and I would have like three friends in my unit that, you know, had died overnight. So I had seen kids die consecutively, like over and over and over. So that was also embedded in me. So when I was able to get out and when I was able to play, I like lived life to the fullest, especially as a child. I mean, as a child, I played as much as I could and lived far out because I knew that every time I went back into that hospital, a lot of my friends never came out. Oh, that's like crazy, heartbreaking, something that no child should ever Mm -hmm. have to experience. So, okay. So you have two-time cancer survivor, which is beyond um, amazing and inspiring. But recently you also had a pretty big health scare, one mm-hmm. that was just this mystery thing that was riding on you for, for so long. Yeah. And you continued to show up mm-hmm. despite the internal fears that you were experiencing, despite mm-hmm. the symptoms that you were also experiencing on top of the, just the mindset and like the mental drain that was going on. Yeah. So I would say probably the last seven months were probably the hardest seven months of my life, way harder than even having cancer, believe it or not, for not even having an actual diagnosis. It was the hardest seven months of my life. So quick backstory was I fell off of a bike in July and kind of tabled it, didn't really pay much attention to it, busted up my chin, got a couple stitches from there, did some traveling, came back and started to just have this handful of very odd neurological symptoms that nobody could figure out. Um, and it was not even neurological symptoms that everyday people complain about. It wasn't like I was having headaches or double vision. It was things that I couldn't even explain to people that made sense. Like, oh, I felt like I was on a boat or I felt like there was just very, very weird symptoms. And it got to the point that I actually ended up seeing 27 specialists in about three months and nobody could figure it out. I mean, they tested me from everything from MS to lupus, to a parasite in my brain, to fibromyalgia, to, I mean, I had MRIs, CAT scans, lumbar punctures, literally everything under the sun. And the hardest part was, was that nobody could figure it out. So every night when I went to bed, kind of like when I had cancer, I was like, is something going to happen in my sleep? Is this the one headache that's going to be the one headache that I don't wake up from? Or is this the one time I'm dizzy today that I'm going to fall? Like it was just this 
unwavering, like scared feeling every single day. And you're right. I was still showing up and I wasn't able to get on my client calls and I wasn't able to get on zoom because I was like, my thinking was slower. It was just this like super weird thing and end up what they ended up finding out was that when I fell off of my bike, I actually injured my brain and I actually had this like small brain injury and I ended up having to go to a bunch of different therapy and I'm about 75% out of the weeds now. I'm not hundred percent back by any means, but even that is a great example of like advocating for your own health, because there was a point that some of these doctors were writing me scripts for Xanax and a van scripts to go to a psychiatrist because nobody could figure it out. And I was just advocating for myself and knowing what I had been through as a child. I kept saying to myself, I know my body and something's not right. I mean, there was a point during this time that I actually cash paid for an MRI because the doctors wouldn't rewrite me another one. And I'm like, I know something's not right. And I'm willing to like cash pay for another one just to get it like checked out. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I know something's not right with me, or, you know, I've been told something, advocate for your own health because you know your body better than anybody. Uh, we could totally go on a tear yeah. about that. I feel like, especially now, yeah. um, the the way the medical system has, has gone in the last two years, we are up against a lot of, a lot of things. It's crazy. So in all of your life experience, you've, you've lived a lot of, of different things that most people have, have never had to experience. I imagine that there have been some super expanders in your life along the way that have really pushed you to expand your, your limits to be a support and really inspire you to push through these things that could have been like massive roadblocks for you, Mm -hmm. but rather these obstacles were actually turned into things that were almost gifts in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say there's definitely probably three that come to mind just as soon as you said that one is my parents. My parents have just always been like that expander for me that have helped me not only just like in life, but just in business and have pushed me to that other step and have just have been those people in my life. Um, My daughter, I have a 21 year old and, you know, I was a single mom at a young age and she also was probably that person that expanded me just as a human and as a woman and as a friend and as a mother for sure. Um, And then I think it's my circle of business mentors and my circle of community. And that's why I will always be with a business mentor and I'll always be in a business community because those are the people that'll always help you play bigger and see bigger even when you're doing great. I mean, even now, I mean, I have a great business. I, you know, I make great money. I have great things, but if you're not always being expanded to that next level, how are you ever going to get even farther each and every time? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So of your super expanders, is there like a specific story that kind of sticks out as being a big defining moment? Yeah. So actually, um, I would say probably one of the biggest ones was that um, I, so I also suffer from massive anxiety and I, I I have a business coach and she was planning a retreat to Turks and Caicos, Raquel Quinnett, if she's listening to this, um, I think you know Raquel too. And she was planning a retreat to uh, Turks and Caicos for a mastermind and I wanted to go. And I was so nervous and I said, no, and I said, no, and I said, no, and I said, no, and I wasn't going to go. And, you know, she worked with me. I'm like, let's go. Let's get you on this trip. It's going to be great. It's going to expand you. It's going to expand your network. It's going to expand your mindset. It's going to expand your network. It's going to, it's going to expand you. It's going to expand you just to travel across the country by yourself, like all of these things. 
And I'm so grateful that she expanded me in that time to go on that trip because it was probably one of the best trips that I went on, not only just for my network, but my business. Um, now I do say that when I came back from that trip is when the neurological stuff happened. So like, I'm not sure hundred percent if it was the best trip. Um, but yeah, I think that was like a, a really big moment in my life that she really expanded me because she saw more in me than I was willing to see in myself. Uh, and you know, that's, that is definitely the, I mean, that's the definition of a super expander. And she didn't, she didn't take your no at mm -hmm. face value, she saw beyond that. And she kept urging you mm -hmm. to step into the woman that she knew that you were, were meant to be to, yeah. you know, take on this trip of traveling on your own and into a new environment with all new women, which is, I mean, that's a big deal getting going on a, essentially like a solo traveling mm -hmm. into a whole new circle of, yeah. of women, which can be, that can be a tough situation. That can be tough. Yeah, and I say I say that because I'm like it has me a little shaken in yeah. my in my boots being on a trip with all girls that I've never met before. I'm like, yeah. oh, this this could this could be a little. Who knows how this is going to go? And it was really interesting <laughs> because you know obviously we had we had to get a COVID test before we went, and it was interesting because I I, I took my COVID test and the urgent care lost it. So uh. when they lost it, it was almost like a sigh of relief because I was like, I don't have to go. And I was so excited because I was like, this is a sign I don't have to go. And I remember I called Raquel and I was like, I don't have to go. They lost there. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to make it. They didn't go. And she had sent me quickly a text of where I could go and get it done like super quick. And I was like, damn it. She's still expanding <laughs> me. Even at this last minute when I, I don't want to go. And we got, we got the test in like, like a few hours before my flight got in. And I was like, oh, and we, I got on that flight and I made it. And yeah, it was great. Uh, and I saw the pictures of that trip. It was uh, it was a trip for sure to yeah. to remember what what an experience. Ah, okay, I love it. I love it. Super expanders. I I mean, I have such a passion for the the concept, and I think it's such an important piece for all of us to have expanders to have people that we can really look to. A to show us proof that like we can do hard things, we can do big things, and that it's possible, but also. I just feel like it's, it paves the way when we can look to someone, then it gives us the opportunity to be a super expanders for, for others. Right. Mm -hmm. So when, as you're thinking of like what it is that drives you in your business and your life, what is your, your true North star? What is the thing that you're reaching for beyond the, you know, the, the goals and the business. And of course we all want to make loads of money and help loads of people and the impact, but what's the feeling? Cause we do have to have something really big that drives us if we're going to do big things. Yeah. So one of my North stars is that I want to be able to write six figure checks back to um, kids with cancer. Like that's, oh. one of my, that's one of my huge North stars. Yeah. So like, whether it's make a wish, whether it's St. Jude's, whether it's just families that I know that I can just give six figure checks to, that has always been like a huge, huge, huge driver of mine. Even when I was in corporate, I'm like, I would just love to be able to just give a six figure check to people that need it. So yeah, it's my driver. I love, I love that. That's, oh, it gives me chills actually. <laughs> Thank you. If you could give your younger self 
any little nugget of advice, what would it be? This is really what I, mean, I love to call this like your super expander moment for the audience that's been listening. I think that the things that we have learned that we would have given, if you can look back on your life, things that you'd give advice to. And I never, it's funny because somebody that recently was like, oh, I don't, I wouldn't change anything. And I was like, no, not that you'd ever change anything, but it's kind of like, if you could go back, you'd be dangerous. Had you given yourself this this kind of encouragement, this sort of wisdom, what would it be? I would probably um, not sweat all the small things. Like if mm. it's not going to matter in five years from now, don't sweat it today. So I think that we spend so much time getting wrapped up in the now and the emotion now. I mean, even this week, like there was a situation that like stressed me out and I wasted like hours of my week, like stressed out about it. And then looking back now, it's been like three or four days. And I'm like, I wasted like hours of my week stressed out about that. So like not wasting time on the things that don't matter or aren't going to matter. Most of the time, that's like all of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. It's all of them. I, I was actually, I don't remember who I was even talking to just recently about this, but so often, whatever it is that we're worrying about, it's like 99.9% .9 of the time, it turns out to be, it doesn't turn out to be the thing we worried about, right? Like we were so worried about X and it just never comes to fruition, but you never. waste so much time, so much energy. You put so much stress on your body and on your mind. And it's like this like form of torture. I think that we as humans in this weird secret way, we must kind of like, like it. I know. I, I think that we do. There's like, there's like a thrill from that or an example. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. mm, so good. Well, all of the people listening, I know now want to be in your world They need to be in your world. So how exactly can they find you? What's the best way to, to get in touch with you? Yeah. So if you are in Corey's world, I definitely want to get to know you. You guys follow me on Instagram, the Jillian Murphy. Um, that's where I hang out. I spend a lot of time on the gram in my stories. Literally, I want to get to know you. Come say hello. Send me a DM. Um, yeah, let, let's definitely connect. Yeah. See, see if she'll talk to you for 81 weeks. No, I will. 81 <laughs> weeks. Drop, me, drop me at 81 in the DMs. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for taking the time to hop on here and share your story, share, share your wisdom. I'm so grateful for you, for being here, for your friendship, for, for all of it. Thank you. I appreciate you. We will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.